0: Dan. And I'm Alice. We are starting with the Central and South America. I know, there are lots of people who live here. And since we're doing Mayan, Aztec, and Incan stories rather than the more quote-unquote modern ones, that might seem odd. However, these were very big empires in these areas, and I believe them to be an important addition to the series, since they are also relatively well known. Even if you don't know their mythologies, you know of them. Not to mention that there are many surviving ancestors to whom these stories are in some way part of their identity, no matter, like, their religious beliefs now.
1: I also imagine that they heavily influenced a lot of other cultures in the regions, thusly making sense as to why these should be covered.
0: Oh, certainly. Today, we're going to delve into the creation story of the Mayans. Huzzah. Yeah. So, before we go into the story, I'm going to give a bit of basic background on the people from whom... This story originates just because it helps give you context. So the Mayan civilization began as sort of travelers from the Pacific Coastal region. They decided to settle in Mesoamerica in around 1800 BCE and their civilization spread to envelop what is now Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, Belize, and the southern part of Mexico. The height of their civilization was about 250 CE, having numerous independent city-states If you want to know why these would all be considered Mayan, still think about how you consider Athens and Sparta both Greek, despite the fact that they are completely different city-states themselves. Regardless, there are more than 7 million people descended from them who still consider themselves Maya people and live in their homelands. That's actually larger than the entire population of Washington state, so... Washington State is not even the least populated state either.
1: Oh, far from it. It's more towards uh, the middle to the
0: top. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The ancient Mayan people had a very advanced civilization that we should not downplay, even if it was so long ago. They had a complex and very accurate calendar that you probably remember from the whole, like... Mayan calendar 2012 apocalypse? Yeah, that whole thing but they also had a written language, advanced mathematics, that included the concept of zero, something that was not necessarily very common in a lot of societies at that time. Western or Eastern. Yeah. As well as an expertise in astronomy, which is always very interesting to me. That's not even counting their building skills, which created temple pyramids and other structures that survived even to be visited now today in modern times.
1: I know a lot of these pyramids around this time and particularly in this area were considered some of the uh, wonders of the world or close to it anyway.
0: Yeah, and they should be. Like sometimes I look at them and like I'm like, whoa.
1: And I mean, mind you, a lot of these uh, don't seem like huge accomplishments these days. But yeah, especially during this time period. These were some incredibly advanced feats.
0: Background explained, I'd like to say, as usual, my little disclaimers. I am doing my best to be respectful about my explanation, as well as my pronunciation. However, I am NOT an expert. If you notice a mistake, please do let us know so that we can fix it. Though, with pronunciation, I am doing my absolute best, but I only have Google and my subpart speaking skills, so I do apologize in advance. To be fair, English is not your best language. No language is my best language. Precisely! Yeah, sounds good. So after that, let's review the lovely terms that we continue to annoy you with remorselessly.
1: I mean, at least it's a short review compared to my list for the Wall series. Uh, Yet, I'm not even talking about that. My review takes about as long as
0: this episode takes. The four terms are separation, succession, mostly of power, There's a scent of male over female and, of course, dragon slaying. So now, without further ado, start the story. So in the beginning, there was only silence and water. I hate to break in so early. (laughs) I would like to point out that this is another instance of everything beginning with water, which is a common theme that we have seen that isn't part of our four terms, so. Especially throughout North America, I think. Yeah, but also... Not just, but... Yeah, no, but, like, also, just, like, in Greek, then there's kind of, like, the idea of watery, uh, chaos. Yeah, that is fair.
1: Chaos is chaos.
0: Yeah, and in the Numa Elish, then, the first two gods were saltwater and freshwater, so... I think it's just a common thing because water Mm -hmm. is so important. It's essential to survive. Mm Mm-hmm. So, there wasn't land, lights, plants, animals, or people. Just water. Silence. However, there were six deities who laid in these waters. I know I'm being a bit nitpicky,
1: but I am just going to point out that six deities are a little more than just silence and water.
0: I don't know if they were immediately spawned with the silence and water, or if they spawned at some point, but anyway. There was the Framer, the Shaper, Tepeo, the Quetzal Serpent, Shipukuk, and Shumukane. I hope I pronounced all those right. I'm sorry if I didn't, I did my best.
1: I've cut out all the awkward silence and attempts in between.
0: Yeah. They helped another deity, Heart of Sky, also known as Urakanen. That was probably mispronounced because I put way too much emphasis on the R, but that's fine, (laughs) it's okay. So they helped Heart of Sky create the Earth and with all of their essence and power together, like all the seven of them, I think, they gave Earth sort of a creative energy, This gave Urakanen a heart, I guess. (laughs) That's nice of them. Yeah, and I think that the earth was the heart, if I understand correctly. But I'm not totally 100% sure. So to separate earth and sky, they planted a very tall seba tree, which made space for life. And I'd like to take a moment, side note, this is actually similar to the Egyptian creation story as well. And you may not remember that story, but it's fine, since I did talk about it, like, eight years ago by the time this comes out, you know. But in the Egyptian story, there were the two gods, who are the embodiments of Earth and sky, who had to be actively separated to allow for life on Earth.
1: There was also actually a uh, Celtic creation story that followed a similar plotline, too. I just didn't really mention it too much in the episode.
0: So, I don't have any theories on the reason. I just thought I'd mention it since I thought it was neat. I'd say likely because layers exist and uh, the sky and the earth look like layers, so. Yeah, they look separate. So the Sila trees grew deep into all nine levels of the Mayan underground, and the trunk was on the surface of the land, of course, and then the branches reached through all 13 levels of the Mayan upper world. This, if I did my math right, makes a total of 23 levels if you include the land surface as a level, which I think it is. So. I can
1: confirm the math.
0: 23. Yeehaw. After planting this tree, other plants were created. Then there were animals, but these animals and of course plants couldn't speak or worship the gods, and obviously the gods were like, hmm, not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided to make humans for mud. And they didn't have souls, so they were considered bad. So they were actually taken out by a huge flood. Interesting flood mention,
1: since that reminds me of the Christian story. Though there was only one family saved in that flood story, and also harkening back to being created from dirt or mud.
0: Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of flood stories. The Babylonians had a flood story where an entire city <laughs> ended up uh, surviving. And there was also That's one... better survival, right? There's also one in ancient Greek mythology where one couple survived, but they were kind of old, so they couldn't even reproduce, and so there was a whole thing. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) not the point. (laughs) Well, sort of the point. Well. So the gods tried again and made humans from wood, but these people couldn't worship either, and they ended up also being destroyed for that reason. Though, some that survived did end up becoming monkeys. Wow, even back then, some people actually knew monkeys were related to humans. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious.
1: You would think so, and yet here we are today with some people questioning that validity.
0: (sighs) At this time, there was no sun or moon. One character named Seven Macaw, and I would like to say that seven is spelled like the numbers. I'm sure that there's a reason in the mythology, but I don't know this. (laughs) (laughs) Seven Macaw claimed to be the sun and moon because of vanity or something, but it wasn't true. And a pair of twins named Hunarpu and Jbalanke defeated the Seven Macaw by killing it you know. I would expect. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) wow. But these twins, their dad had been slain. There is a whole story about it. And so they challenged the underworld deities to a ball game to get him back. And I would like to just take a moment to think about how many different cultures believed in death going like underground and being associated with it. It's probably because of burial, but...
1: Yeah, I think they uh, were both mutually from each other.
0: Yeah. Anyway, neat. (laughs) Cool. After some trials and this ball game, they did manage to bring their father back, and he became the god of corn. Then the two of them ascended into the sky to become the sun and moon. Should have known the twins were going
1: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I th- apparently didn't learn from Greek mythology. If they're not twins, they're lovers.
0: <laughs> this is true. Now, with the sun and moon in the sky, as well as a corn god now, <laughs> the deities finally made humans out of white corn and yellow corn. So, in theory, we are descendants of the humans that were made from corn. I'd like to say that this is very interesting to me just because it shows really how important corn was to their society that they believed humans to be made out of it.
1: I think it was also an integral part of their uh, barter system as well, though I could be wrong on the specific civilization because it has been at least I believe 10 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it was, but I'm not going to confirm. So, very neat. Now It's time to look into the four elements, as we always do. Here we go again. Yep. The first one is separation. And as with all polytheistic religions, it's pretty easy to find separation just because the different gods have different aspects and all that stuff. But then there's also the separation between the underworld and the upper world, not to mention that each of these was separated into their own parts, making the 23 levels. Then there's succession. You can see this sort of in the different types of humans that were made by the gods. Like, each successive try was better than the last until the final iteration they believed best. It is a bit of a stretch, but I suppose you could count it.
1: It's not quite god succession, but it is world succession, which I think we saw. um, You didn't go fully into it, but I know with one of the Native American stories, you talked about the four different worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Then there's the ascent of man over woman, and that's actually not shown in the story. And it's possible that something similar is found elsewhere in the mythology, but it doesn't appear in this creation story. However, a lot of the gods are referred to as he and him, though that could just be translation or the changes due to colonization and all that stuff. So, final verdict, up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> probably, but not certain. Then there's dragonsling. I would interpret the twins who became the sun and moon slaying the seven macaw, though I don't know if that would be necessarily a quote-unquote dragon, since the only reason that it was slain was because it was lying out of vanity or something. It's still a beast to be overcome. I guess. But then they also ended up defeating the Underworld deities who had set up trials for them, as well as beating them in the ballgame that was challenged. And this allowed them to bring back their father, who got dominion over corn. So while they didn't necessarily slay something in this part, they did defeat something.
1: I'd say it counts enough as a dragon slaying story.
0: Yeah, might not be a battle, but that's just semantics. Precisely. So that's the creation story of Mayan Folklore. I do highly recommend looking more into their mythology if you enjoyed listening to this story, or if you just wanna look into the full creation story, I have the link in our paste bin, I guess.
1: Yeah, Uh. linked in every tweet that we send out about these episodes, so you can find it there.
0: Uh huh. And you will be able to find the source that I got this from and the video that explains it much better than me with much better pronunciation. But that's all for today. Next time, we will be talking about the Aztecs. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll catch you next time.